Welcome to The Take, where I sit down with artists, filmmakers, and world-class racketeers, and we talk about story, life in the biz, and what it all means. Today I sit down with actor James Paxton, best known for his role on the series Eyewitness. James and I had the pleasure of working together this summer on a film called Moose, directed by Fred Durst and starring John Travolta. Growing up in Hollywood and seeing firsthand someone who is very successful within the industry, James has a lot of insights into what it takes to be at the top of the game. A rising star himself, a rapper, an artist, and I hope you enjoy this conversation with James Paxton. What up, chilling with my man Grodnick. This is Jay Pax. Yeah, um, Jay Pax. Honored to be here. Uh, honored to have you. You know, you know, it's it's a great intro because when I was doing a little research uh, on you before you came. Oh yeah. I didn't know you were a rapper. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm finding all this like because <laughs> I, I saw on Instagram that you're putting out an album. Yeah, I mean, I'm more of like an enthusiast, really. Like when it comes to rap, I, rap is something that I definitely do, but it's like everybody and their grandmother is a rapper now, so it's like. I've been trying to make music that uses that more as like a, 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 a tool or a device for me um, lyrically, but like blend it and genre blend it into like rock stuff and like <clears throat> different kind of things. It's definitely alternative hip hop is what I, what I make, but I'm down, I'm learning guitar right now. I'm trying to nice. do, I'm doing some folksy shit, you know. I mean, when you say everyone in the grandma's a rapper, like everyone in the grandma can like try to rap in the car, just like everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone can sing in their shower. But not everyone's like a. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, guess. Listen, I listen to some of your lyrics. I mean, it's real. Oh, thanks. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I try to keep yeah. it like as real and true to myself as I can, and everything, you know. Like, uh, but it also is a good outlet to 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 be fun and like let out that that bravado side, you know, and just like. But it's a it's a way that I just it's a therapy tool for me. I just yeah, you know, really most most of all I use it. Uh, I've always been a fan of like poetry and just and the way words sound with other words and stuff. So that's cool. I'm jealous, you know, because <laughs> I, like, I see musicians and how they're able to how it looks like such a raw form of expression, mm -hmm. and I don't really have that like raw. I think my my way to express is I go into the gym and just blank it out. You yeah, know, but that's that's a positive. That's a good a good outlet. It's a good outlet. Too. It is. That's you expressing know. yourself physic like in a physically creative way. Yeah, you know. But you got you got all kinds of other stuff, you know. Oh sure, I mean once you're on an acting set, I mean yeah, you're, you're actually acting. You can really express. You gotta through. be anything, yeah. But you you can express all the time. Well, that's actually that's a good point that you yeah. made actually because that's why I love making music is because I mean you you know like as well as I do like and anybody who spent any time trying to trying to be an actor um, that it's the time between jobs that are so hard to get through. You know, yeah. that's when you die a, death, a thousand deaths. It's like yeah. You know, it's like, <clears throat> but music, nobody has to hire you to, you know, to tell you that you can't like, that you can write a song. I mean, like yeah. I can just, just, you know, sit down and write a song and link up with my, my buddy who makes beats and, and, or my buddy that's a guitarist and we'll just, just make some stuff. Nobody can tell us, you know, that we can't do that, yeah. which is great. And it's, it's amazing. And like in the acting field, you're constantly, until you have control over your own projects, you're just, you're, you're at the mercy of just getting hired and getting, meeting, yes. and getting lucky. And yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, so that's, that's why I, I do it. It's cause it's something creative that keeps me going between acting jobs. That's amazing. That's awesome. I feel like everyone needs to find something between the jobs. Yeah, right? man. I mean, yeah, otherwise, yeah. for sure, you go crazy. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. You do. You do. So I, I want to. Did you? Uh, uh, for those who don't know, uh, James and I were just on mm -hmm. uh, the set of Moose. Moose. Moose uh, with John Travolta. Directed. Todd the God and his sidekick <laughs> Slim. That's right. Yeah, we were hustling. Hustling the streets of Hollywood. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was Pit good. Pitbacking, motherfucker. Pitbacking. Yeah. Yeah. Until you didn't. Uh, you didn't do what I told you to do. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, true. But uh, Fred Durst directed it. Yeah, and uh, Fred's you, the man. Yeah, Fred is the man. Did you uh, did you rap it all with Fred on I, set? I actually, uh, he, Fred is. <laughs> Fred, that? I didn't rap on set at all with Fred, but uh, Fred recorded me in his home studio a few songs like a few years ago. Oh wow! And he's actually like over the years mentored me musically, like a lot of talking about just finding the pocket of 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 a beat or the rhythm in, in your, in your delivery and stuff. And like, he knows subtleties in music that I still have yet to, to really truly understand, you know? Cause I mean, like he's, 
he's still one of the biggest living musical artists. Like he, Limp Bizkit could still go around the world and sell like they do arenas. They yeah, still it's do. Insane. Yeah, like I I, I follow Fred on his uh, on his Instagram. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, he's like he's got like a crowd of like thirty thousand. You know, yeah. doing the nookie. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, dude. Oh, yeah. Man. Why is he always posting those car pictures? Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. That. Yeah, I don't know what that. I gotta, I actually, I gotta ask him that. I saw an article recently, like talking about the genius of it. Like someone was like, oh, really? <laughs> the genius of Fred Durst's Instagram yeah. page. <laughs> no, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's uh, a, it's a move though. We gotta find out. Yeah, but yeah, Fred, Fred just directed um, Moose, uh, starring John Travolta, and uh, and we we met on that set, and that yeah. was fucking. That was a blast. Yeah, man. it was awesome. Like I remember out in Alabama. Yeah, out in Birmingham. Yeah, I remember I was sitting on the uh, the prop car, which is my character's car, and yeah. like you came up with Fred. Oh yeah, you were rehearsing that that yeah. one scene. Yeah, and you, you came up with Fred, and like you uh, you introduced yourself, and like immediately we realized we had like twenty friends in common. Yeah. Which is oh, crazy. I know. Oh, that was that was truly crazy. How did you? What was the first? Especially like I knew somebody that you grew up with. Yeah. Too. And you were like, I just hung out with them. Yeah, and I and I literally had yeah, I actually had just met him. For the first time, and he knew all a bunch of people I grew up with. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it was. Cr- you grew up in Ohio. Ohio, yeah. Okay. Born and so, raised. Yeah. Born and raised. Born and raised in Ohio. Yeah, you know you can't actually be uh, born there unless you do a home birth anymore, because the hospital um, doesn't have a maternity ward anymore. Interesting. My sister was one of the last three kids in '97, uh, in December of '97, to be born there, because by '98 it was. They you gotta go to Ventura. It. They closed it down. Yeah, Ventura or oh, uh, wow. Santa Barbara. Interesting. Yeah. A little information. Maybe Santa know. Paula. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, so that's how you know, because I went to uh, USC with a bunch of yeah. Ojai crew. Yeah, and I used to have two roommates that went to USC, and I lived on West Adams and Figueroa mm. when I first moved to uh, LA. Okay, nice. Adams. Yeah, not a lot of people know that, actually. Uh, that's uh, that's This is definitely the first uh, time I've gone on record saying I used to live down down there. Nice. Yeah. All the, all the UCLA fans that like you are now really disappointed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, James. Yeah, because I definitely spend a lot more time in Westwood now, just, just where I'm you, you don't hang out in South Central just for fun anymore? I, not too often, man. I mean, sometimes I miss the charm of South Central. But hey, Adams is historic. Yeah, it oh, is it, historic. It, it is actually, historic, there actually. are, yeah, no, really. And there's some there's some really cool churches. Yeah, the architecture is actually really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely cool. I mean, it was good at the time. I was just, but I was hardly down there because I was working so often. It was, I was 19 and I had just gotten a job PAing on um, Nightcrawler. Okay. And then and then they needed they were shorthanded in the props department, so I worked in just exclusively for the props department. And then uh, Dan Gilroy, um, the director of Night, writer and director of Nightcrawler, he he actually put two of my songs in the soundtrack. I saw that. Okay, I was gonna yeah. ask you about that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, yeah. I, then I'll just jump yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, go to it. And Dan, and uh, and that was just like that. Obviously, at the time, just made my life. You know, I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then. Um, and then Dan has just been the coolest like supporter of me ever since. Like uh, last year, he put me in a scene with Denzel in his film Roman J Israel. Yeah, amazing. And uh, I made the deleted scenes features. It was part of a I was part of a whole montage that got taken out, like a twelve minute segment. So it wasn't, you know, no hard feelings there. I was it like, happens, but yeah. it, but I'm still in the deleted scenes, which is cool. And then I this year, a few months ago, I just did a sm- super small little cameo role in his newest one, which is a net Netflix film called uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Okay. And it's um, kind of a horror film set in the high-end art world, and it, it, he brought Jake Gyllenhaal back for that, his wife, Renee Russo, John Malkovich is in it, uh, Tony Collette. Oh, nice. Um, David Diggs, who's the man. I just saw his film Blind Spotting. Yeah. Blew my mind. Okay. He's, he, was, he was on Hamilton uh, for a while, and he's like a rapper, yeah. actor. He's so cool. And... Um, Anyways, where am I going with that? Yeah, anyways, Dan is, Dan is the man, but that's... So I was living in the USC neighborhood when I first... And my first job in Hollywood was for Dan That's Gilroy. so cool. What yeah. A, what a guy to have a first job with. Yeah, yeah. And what, when does that uh, the new movie come out on Netflix? What's the name uh, of that? October, I think. October? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's I like think, a horror Halloween. Yeah, I think they're film. they're aiming for like a Halloween release or okay, something. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they might change the name of it too. Like I'm not. Even, it was untitled when I did it, and okay. I didn't even get to read the script because it was like a really last minute thing. Sweet. But yeah, man. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to take it back just for a second. Just for to, sure. Let's to, just ask take me it back. anything, man. Eyewitness, man. Grodnik. Eyewitness. Chilling with Grodnik. Chilling, baby. Um, I mean, that character of Lucas is is, is a, a huge character to undertake. Yeah, yeah. It, that's uh, that's probably still to this day, like, the richest role I've ever gotten to play in yeah. terms of the, the, the emotional, like, layers that I peeled back to, to find this character was um, 
was crazy. Like yeah. I, I worked probably harder on any role in my life, like on, on that role. And, uh, yeah, I was so lucky. I really felt like, um, my co-star Tyler Young and I just got two of the greatest, um, most well-written characters for actors in our like sort of age range that pilot season. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, man, that was crazy. I got to live with that character for four months in Canada. And, and, yeah, it's amazing. And uh, that's the dream, really. Like, yeah. That's, so yeah, that, I'm very proud of that show, man. Yeah. yeah. Very proud of that I mean, show. As you should be. I mean, there feel like, you know, after doing that character, do you now feel like it's important to do, to take on roles that have a, have a message? Yeah. Or oh, have, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. In fact, like, I, I always jump extra high for, towards those jobs mm-hmm. that I feel like have something to really say um, yeah. that, that could enrich people's lives in some positive way. And, and um, I definitely like don't have the luxury yet of um, picking and choosing what I get to do. You're not by the pool just flipping through scripts? No, <laughs> no, I wish, man. Yeah. I wish, but no, no, It'll not happen. yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 hopefully one day. Yeah. I mean, you just got to keep going out. It's a war of attrition, you know? Yeah. You just got to keep going out and like... But uh, I was just really lucky with that, and it made me want to be more involved in in um, you know like I have I'm like a huge like outspoken ally of the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community, and um, and that that show just taught me so much, yeah. And and that community was so loving and welcoming of like the of the show, and uh, I I just I will always carry for I want to eventually get to a position where I can use my platform definitely and and and. Um, and get involved in, in, in good causes and, yeah. and charities and things. And, um, and that, that show was a big step in that direction. It gave me a platform to speak on like issues that I like, like I always do like a little thing for like national suicide awareness day, like mm-hmm. every, every year. And like, I just make sure like, <clears throat> you know, just things that I believe in now I have like a, a platform to talk about them. Yeah. So. That's awesome. That's very and that's great. because the show had a message. That's yeah. because the show connected with so many people. And I mean, how many people do you think, can uh, relate to the character of Lucas, right? Where they're, yeah, they're oh, gay, yeah. but they're in a, so, uh, you know, oppressive exactly. community. Yeah, exactly. And like that is too, yeah. co- too common in yeah, our Yeah, extremely our common. Extre- yeah, it were, really were, is. Did anybody reach out to you during the f- after that show that was in a similar yeah. situation? Oh, God, yeah. I've had um, tons of letters that I, and I, and I try to read as many as I can, yeah. uh, uh, letters and, and direct messages and stuff that uh, just talking about kids' experiences about how they found the courage to come out to whoever it was that they were scared to come out to. It's usually like, I find like a father figure. Wow. Um, and, uh, or their because best friend. after watching Eyewitness, you're saying? Yeah, they, yeah, there's wow. some people that have said that. Dude, and that, I was like, that's That's, that's life-changing. Yeah, and then my good buddy, uh, Sean, um, told me like a long time, like before I started shooting the show, I, I mean, he's, he's like an older gay dude, and he had this secret relationship with this, like, uh, I think he was the... He was the head, uh, what do you call it? The captain of the soccer team. And this guy was like, had a girlfriend and was very macho and, but like super closeted and was having this secret relationship with Sean. And, and this guy, uh, like not long after basically got married to a woman and, uh, he ended up killing himself, um, after he had kids and everything. And it was just like, it was, uh, and that was like, and there were similarities in terms of their high school relationship that I, that I used, like things that he said their dynamic was like that I brought into mm-hmm. the show because it's like Lucas doesn't know from, from second to second when he's around Tyler, he doesn't know if he wants to sock this dude in the mouth or kiss him on the mouth. Yeah. It's like he wants to do both equally. I mean, you're almost, you're angry at, at someone for making you feel the way that you don't want to feel. Exactly. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, Totally. And wow. so it was a really, so it was a really rich role to play in terms of like just uh, all those dynamics at play and the push and pull and the tension. I really have yet to like do something since that really like challenge challenges me as much as that. You know, I yeah. really want to. I, this is a constantly about staying in practice, like mm-hmm. acting like anything else. And sometimes I get scared. I'm falling in and out of practice. You know, yeah. it's like. I don't know, you feel rusty. <clears throat> oh, you yeah. You feel rusty, right? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Where you start to, like, you know, if you're in a flow and then you go to another project and, you know, your nerves are not that, you don't have that many nerves, but you don't mm-hmm. do something for a while, all yeah. of a sudden it feels like, wow, like, you know, I hope I can still do it. Truly, you know? truly. Sometimes I get on set and I go, am I even any good at this? <laughs> <laughs> I literally show up on set and I'm like, 
have I ever even done this before? Yeah, you know, no, you like, like I have a moment, but then once I get through like the first scene on a project, yeah. I feel a lot better and I feel sure. more grounded. Once I get some film, you know, yeah. in the camera. I, I always feel like with each new director, uh, going back to like uh, when I was in acting classes in school, like the teacher on the first couple days, like mm -hmm. I, I would, uh, I'd feel really nervous until I did uh, what I thought was a good job for that director or for the teacher. And then all of a sudden, like the, you know, the gate dropped and I could just be myself. But until yeah. I feel like I, I, I proved my worth, yeah. I was like really on edge. Oh, for sure, man. I you can know? relate. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate. Definitely. So with your character with Eyewitness, you had a uh, bleached hair, right? Yeah, yeah, bleached okay. blonde hair. And then in the most recent, not most recent film that's coming out, uh, American in Texas, your hair is also like bleached. With yeah, yeah, that was like it, it was definitely a different dye job. Yeah, like, that was uh, some kind of like I, I, this the 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 uh, hairstylist on on an American in Texas bleached my hair kind of like I was like naked in this shower and he was like trying to help me bleach my hair and, and I'd never done it before yeah, yeah. it was like burning and yeah, I was burns. scared and yeah. like I, and it just ended up looking like like and, it, and I had a, like a little bit of leftover black dye from the previous film yeah. I'd done this film called Boogeyman Pop and so parts of the hair that had grown out and that were my own color were like super super bleach blonde but then parts that were like black before just turned like a brassy like orange okay so it was like super fucked up and then it kind of worked for the character it definitely worked for the character and then right? i did some rub in like blue nice. chalk dye on the sides Sweet. and uh but yeah and, but then but the eyewitness um uh, dye job was like much nicer so, yeah, like, like more professional but yeah. what what that made me want to ask is how important <laughs> is changing physicality for you to get into a character oh yeah that's a great yeah. question uh i it's actually yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's hugely important it's huge, for me right? yeah hugely i feel i can totally like to take on a, a literal different skin than yeah. the character you know in whatever way i can so i'm always changing my hair especially the most out of anything i yeah, guess yeah I, I can tell like each movie i see you in is like your hair's like straight up completely different yeah like, most <laughs> yeah. that we just did your hair was long and like straight and greasy greasy yeah. and straight yeah. yeah 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 i had to I'm, i've been trying to keep it sort of like the same for a little while and just let it get healthy again you know cuz yeah, like i felt like frying it was it frying it and it's already so like soft and fine that i just want to like it's i don't it's know feathery right now yeah it's feathery <laughs> yeah it is so so uh yeah but it but that's definitely like a hugely important thing for me to do with with like my characters and stuff i like to come up with like what does the character wear but i also just do stuff like what does the character listen to like what's music his favorite wise. music yeah like yeah be a big one what's his how does he talk to his mother like what's their that relationship like? yeah like Things that aren't even in the script, but give you like some kind of foundation. Is it, is it hi mom or what? Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> like that's a different person. Yeah, yeah. With a different totally. You know. Yeah, it's a totally different person. It's like it's how, how they treat people that should that are close to them. You know, and how they treat a waiter. How they treat a waiter. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one too. Like, yeah, exactly. Because that you can tell a lot of, about a person oh, by yeah. how they treat a waiter. Yeah, you can tell a lot of lies. Really <laughs> uncomfortable when someone's like not. Oh nice, god, right? it's so uncomfortable. It's like the worst feeling to me. You know, most girls I meet too. They they they. Whenever you ever talk to your your girlfriends or like about like not. I don't mean to say girlfriends. I mean your. <laughs> oh, they're plural. The, the one. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the they're ones not. that you've dated in the past. Yeah. I mean, not like right now. Uh, is is like like about pet peeves and stuff. Yeah. I find like a lot of girls say like they're some of their biggest pet peeves are when like a guy's rude to like a waiter. Oh yeah. I've heard, yeah. The, I've heard the same exact really? thing. Yeah. I, I've heard from girls that are like, <laughs> I went out on this one date with a guy and he like snapped his fingers at a waiter and I was like, I'm out of here. Oh shit. Yeah. It wow. was like, it was he like snaps his fingers. Yeah, oh yeah. You have fingers. to be another level of douchebag to do that. There's like, there's like a level of <laughs> douchebag where it's like this guy's yeah. trying to appear yeah. like he's like a, cool and like you know high status or something like mm -hmm. it might even be a show he might be doing it thinking it's gonna help him get the girl yeah which, which is, is weird which is weird weird right yeah yeah guys think they need to like Actually, it's like a some, macho thing yeah it's like trying to big dick someone yeah like, but like you just look like the big dick yeah you're like a metaphorical the, big dick that we know has a small dick yeah that has a small dick <laughs> yeah, you're the big dick with a small dick exactly exactly yeah, i'm going home Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, what's uh what else we we uh 
Um, yeah. So I got, I got, I, you know, I got a whole piece of paper with notes on it. Oh James. shit! No <laughs> way! You came prepared. I came prepared. We're only, we're only a quarter way through. Oh, good stuff, man. <laughs> I could do this all yeah. day, man. I love hanging. Yeah. Here. No, I got a cool question for you. So what is, you know, you grew up obviously in um, a, a Hollywood family, mm-hmm. and your dad, you know, the late great Bill Paxton, you know, who mm-hmm. I completely admire, an amazing, amazing actor, and who by anyone's standards, quote unquote, made it. Yeah, absolutely, right? yeah. And I'm just wondering, you know, everyone in our industry is always talking about, you know, making it, making it. I'm just kind of yeah. interested in what what does making it mean to you? And you're really bringing up the good questions <laughs> today. But you, these are good. These are good, oh, man. Nice. I, I don't, like, I've done a lot of interviews, like, yeah. just a little side note, and, like, they, uh, some, some of them are just... They're just not. They're not asking the right questions. And yeah. like, to, what is your favorite color? And the, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but seriously, what blue, is it? Blue. Blue. Okay, now blue. we know. We know. <laughs> uh, used to be green. Now it's blue. Oh, you changed. Changed somewhere changed. along the way. Uh, but yeah, so that's a great question. Um, well, what does making it mean to you? Yeah. Can you take a second. Um. I, I guess, yeah, I, I look to my dad definitely mm-hmm. as the closest point of reference I have to something I very much deem as an incredible success. Mm-hmm. And I think what was tough to see him sometimes like not always recognize that he was as successful as he was. Because he was never, I mean, most of us artists are never satisfied. Sure, and he yeah. definitely wanted to do a lot more and had so, like so many things in play and goals in mind and I don't think he ever slowed down a second to even appreciate his own accomplishments. So I don't want to fall into that place with my career because you're never really ha- happy. But yeah. um, it's, it's uh, I guess I would deem success as, uh, or making it as, um, being able to live comfortably and, and but because I'm not setting out to be famous, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I think that's the wrong goal to have. In it's this. definitely the wrong goal. I want to definitely be a working actor, so I, I'd like to do as many projects a year as pretty much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I would like to work as much or as little as I wanted to, I guess. Yeah, and okay. that's this that's that's asking a lot. That's asking everything, I guess, really, because but I I want to be creatively fulfilled. And um, I want to be able to definitely just provide for family the yeah. same way my, my dad did. And yeah, he gave us such an incredible uh, upbringing and life, you know. And that's what I wanted to do for somebody else. And, and um, I think making it, though, for me, ultimately will be inspiring others with whatever I get to do. Mm-hmm. And inspiring them and knowing that they can they can do it too, you know? That's what I, I look at my dad and he would al- always tell me, he's like, why not you? And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm, you know, everybody's gonna think it's nepotism or I'm mm-hmm. just following your footsteps. And he goes, he goes, man, would you shut up? Like, if we, if we were, <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd go like, if we were shoemakers back in the early 1900s or whatever, yeah, you would do- you'd probably go into the family trade and be a damn good shoemaker. Yeah. That's in the name. Yeah. You know, I'm like, fuck. You're, he's That's like, true, right? He's like, as long as you study and, and you, you, dedicate yourself to this like you're your own person still yes yeah. there's a lineage but um but if you're not actually you're, talented you're, and hardworking and yeah nice to work with you're not gonna have a career exactly no, no matter, matter who your dad is exactly yeah because because so yeah it, it doesn't doesn't keep you in the room you know no. it might open a door yeah in the in the beginning mm-hmm. but it, it won't it won't uh it won't keep you in the room you have to stay there yeah so it's it's um so he would always just be like why not you man like yeah. you know you like so, he was always really encouraging, and that's what I, I want to be encouraging for other people. So I want, you know, I want to. I don't know. That's an yeah, interesting well, question. Well, I hope you, I sort of answered. No, it. you definitely. You want to get. I mean, what is, I'm kind of hearing is that you want to be able to get to a place where you can, kind of send the elevator back down to people. Yeah, absolutely. You know I, mean? I want to be able to because I know so many. Like I have so many good uh, friends that are actors that I that I just feel like deserve a shot mm-hmm. and. Uh, and are, and are so talented. And I, I just want to, yeah, I def, that's a good way to put it. I yeah. definitely want to send the elevator da- back down to people. And I want to, because I eventually want to get to a place where I'm producing and, and hopefully directing something one day. And, uh, so that is, and, in, and that creating is, opportunities. That is in your, uh, yeah, like guys directing. Cause I, I see that you have produced and co-produced projects that you've yeah. been involved in. Yeah. 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 Some more in some hands-off ways and some more hands-on ways. Yeah. 
on yeah yeah i just like pretty was a pretty hands-on producer of a short film that i shot in january okay awesome um yeah which one what is that one it's called romana clay okay it's um kind of like a little horror short it, it's just submitted to festivals right now i, I it'll, it'll probably end up uh online somewhere yeah, nice, <laughs> sure. yeah. but it was it was just like it was for the experience i basically did it because i was going through a real lull in shoot in and acting work mm -hmm. and i was like maybe i can just use my platform raise like a little bit of money we raised like twenty thousand dollars to make this and then my mom kindly let us shoot up in in the, her house in ojai and so i um we just like shot up there and, and it was just to get my momentum, the, the ball rolling yeah, again. It was totally. like maybe this, because work begets more work yeah. and just being like in a positive creative space no, like brings more yeah. towards you. So that's why I did it, you know, really. So at the, at the end of the day, I don't really personally care what happens to that specific project. I, I'm proud of it. I think it's cool. But it was a bridge. It was a... It was, yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. that feeling because, you know, as an actor, it's, you know, you, you're out and you talk to someone and they go, what have you been up to? And if you can, yeah, you, oh, you, man, you, I hate that question. If you just go, you know, uh, nothing like that. That is, that's not going to beget you more work. No, it's not. But if, hey, what have you been up to? Well, I just directed and uh, yeah, started yeah. this, you know, passionate film I just made. Yeah, and yeah. You, you just feel better about yourself. You do. You do. It's just better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. What have you been up Sitting to? Sitting on like, my couch, just drinking beer. Well, this new, uh, this enchantment <laughs> just came out on Netflix. So that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I actually West watched World that season show. two. Do you like Westworld season <laughs> no, two? No, I actually didn't. I, I, I didn't watch the whole thing yet. So. Yeah. I like the first season. I like and then the first I've heard, I've heard a, lot, a lot of mixed reviews about the second season. I mean, I was, um, I was a huge fan of the first season. Me too. And I yeah. watched the second season all the way through because that's how much I loved the first season. Yeah, yeah. But man, this is not very easy to watch. Yeah. For me. Yeah. It, it was so... I'm uh, going to give it a shot because I... Uh, yeah, give it a shot. I'll give it a shot and I'll see. I, I just actually haven't... Uh, I've been watching more catching up on some movies that I haven't seen. Okay. Like, um, and well, I've been using this movie pass thing. You, you, you have that? I had it. Now I don't have it. Oh, you okay. Yeah, you, you got over I, it? I, I, just, I wasn't using it enough to be honest. Oh, okay. And when I would, when I would actually go to a movie, it would be like... I, I would find... I, you know, like a friend want to go to a theater that didn't have it, or like I'd go like yeah, Arclight, yeah. and I would just be like, "Wow!" Yeah, yeah. It, it was like creating for me. It was creating more stress than not. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I got you. So I was got like, you. "Oh, we gotta go to this theater," and he's like, "Well, I already bought a ticket here," yeah. and I'm like, all pissed that I'm going to see a movie at Arclight. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, I've loved, uh, I've been able to use it a lot. I, I guess you know that's what I do in my downtime. I am just yeah. going to. The, yeah. Well, I go to I go to the landmark. It's close to me oh, on okay. Pico. Nice. And like, I like I, that uh, yeah, and you can do e-ticketing with Movie Pass there. And oh, like, you so can you do. Your, oh. Yeah, you can get like you can wake up in the morning and get your ticket reserved for a seven o'clock oh, showing. Oh, because I always thought you had to be a hundred yards, hundred feet. Oh, from only some the theater. most of the theaters actually well, like the 100, that. But hundred feet but thing. The landmarks are just different. Oh, okay. And it's dope. And I just last night saw a movie. Uh, called Operation Finale. Oh, I want to see that. Dude, yes. It, I'm a huge so, role so, too. Man, like, what, this guy that I consider, like, my older brother is is in it. He's okay. got, he was like, it's really, it's his first big, big thing. His name's Greg Hill. And he is just a fantastic actor. He was in uh, this last vampire film I did, Bit, and he was also in Boogeyman Pop. And he's best friends with, an, uh, uh, with Brad Elmore, this really talented writer-director that was basically the first guy to ever give me a lead shot out here. And he's, I consider them together like my older brothers okay, and the, and mentors. Cool. And they're just like, we, we work together all the time. And so, uh, you got to see it. Greg yeah, is fantastic. I'll see, I'm seeing that. He's yeah. fantastic. In okay. It. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's dope. So yeah. I went to see that last night. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Anyways, a little operation finale shout out. Please go see it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you, you got me. Yeah. I'm hell yeah. See it. I've, I've been wanting to see it though. I love Anything that comes out that's like World War Two, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna see. Yeah, because you worked on a short. I did a was, World War One short. Yeah. A World War One short. Okay, yeah, that's right. Which I'm trying to. I'm called you know, Stam. 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 Stam, baby. Yes, I gotta see it, man. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't even seen it. No. Oh, okay, I'll send you. Drake's in it. Yeah, Drake's in it. It's a shout uh, out Drake Shannon. Drake Shannon. It's a uh, it's a cool story because I uh, researching I found that a hundred thousand Jews fought for Germany in World War One, okay. which is like a. Makes sense, but it's a weird fact that, you know, mm. 20 years later, there was, you they know, were, obviously in the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, but, persecuted. And, and towards the end of World War One, the uh, the German uniform looked very similar to the Nazi uniform. They had the helmet, the sh it's called the Stahlhelm, which kind of has that, you know, iconic mm -hmm. uh, uh, shape of the helmet. So there yeah. was all these Jews wearing that helmet, fighting for Germany. 
Wow. And it's just like, it's, I was like, there's a, a story in here. Yeah. So I, I created the uh, short film, and it's been uh, around at uh, film festivals still. Cool. Still getting played. It's playing at the, uh, the next thing it's playing Premier at Premiered in uh, Chicago, right? Premiered in Chicago. Yeah. And the next thing it's playing at the uh, Imperial War Museum in London. Actually, this fall. No way. Pretty cool. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, it's dope. Congratulations. Uh, Dude, I got, I got to see that. Yeah, How did I, you find, like, the, the costumes? Like? Oh, man, it wasn't easy. Yeah. I, so, I, you know, I did, you've done these independent things. I, I you know, yeah, I, did, yeah. I did everything with that. Yeah, So, I, it yeah. was weird, weird. For it, sure. it was, um, it's very easy to find uh, World War II uniforms, but World War One uniforms are super tough to find. Yeah, going back over 100 years yeah. now. Or it's 100 years now. 100 years, yeah. There was just a 100-year anniversary of the end of the war. It was, was, was 1918. 19, yeah, 1918 was the end of the war. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So interestingly enough, it's very easy to find German World War One uniforms. Mm. People have an obsession with German stuff. Yeah. So you can find so easy. You can find German World War One, World War Two, every item you can find. That was easy. So, wow. but for the American World War One uniform, I actually had to get it from a, a company in the UK that makes. Uh, uh, it's for like reenactment stuff. Huh. And they make like legit World so War One. Did you uniform. rent it? Bottom, my oh, bottom. Bottom. We re- we wrecked them. Cause you were gonna wreck. Yo, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> Cause I, I went to like uh, you know those big costume shops in town which have them. Yeah. And you know I'm like you know you have to put down like a couple thousand dollar deposit. I'm like oh, oh. way cheaper to buy these things. Cause yeah, you're right. These things, just pay it off. Yeah. Cause the film I and mean, we end up in water. And, and then like, you don't have to worry about no. it. Yeah. You can just kind of like wreck them. No. Know? Yeah. That's it. Had to be that. Yeah. Dude, well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, man. I'll send you the link right after we're done. Yeah, please do. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, working on that and then working on creating that into a feature. Um, Sweet. Going to do some World War One uh, tours, hopefully this fall, actually, in Europe to kind of get some uh, historical knowledge. And Dude, that's cool. I, I remember, uh, I, so I went to this, like, boarding school um, for high school for, like, the first three years of high school, uh, and then I transferred to a different school. But... Um, it was uh, it's this school called uh, Thatcher, and yeah. it has this. Do you know anybody? Jeff. Well, Jeff. Our oh, of Jeff course. I'm sorry. Yeah. Buddy for a year. But <laughs> what am I doing? People listen and don't know. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff. But but Reeser also ended up going leaving Thatcher like me and going to Oak Grove. Okay. So we actually have that in common weirdly enough, and he only went there for his freshman year. I yeah. So. But anyways, like, uh, was it? It wasn't. No. It was, I guess sophomore year we had to. So there's like this this outdoor chapel, and there's this. Um, there's this there's these plaques in in the stone that um have all the names of the Thatcher students that went to World War One. Oh and wow. died in Wow. World. And then they have World War Two and then they have like Vietnam. They have like all the wars. Interesting. Yeah, and, and uh the and it's really it's from uh eighteen eighty nine was the was the school's founded. Wow. So it's like it's That's old. Cool. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, by Sherman Day Thatcher. So that's like an old tradition schools maybe had. Yeah, and and, and this, there was this really cool project. I remember, uh, I can't honestly remember the teacher that gave us the, the project, but I remember in, um, in this history class, we had to go and pick a name, and we had to go in the records and find out everything we could about that that student. And, who had passed and away. who had passed away yeah, in the war, war. And, and talk about his whole life, and then... Uh, basically just do a whole profile on him and it was really cool i still remember the name of the guy i profiled his name was philip newbold rhinelander wow and he was shot down he was shot down out of the air over some some town in france wow yeah but uh cool project yeah 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 it was cool you know schools like did uh did did their thing right when you remember some little fact like that, yeah, like, yeah. Right? Well, you actually, you know, you kind of just knocked it out of out of oh, my really? noggin, you, you know. About it. <laughs> yeah, no, I probably hadn't thought about it in years, man. Wow, Six, it came seven back years. up. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the one that the thing I no, for some reason you were talking about remembering something from school, and I just remembered about how we had to mummify an orange. What? <laughs> it's not really that good of a fact. <laughs> but it was like we were studying the Egyptians. That's hilarious. I mean, like mummifying orange. That's a, oh, that's that, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. It's very, very important that I brought that up. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right, we'll get back. We got a few more here. Um, okay, so yeah, so I saw you were you were on uh, Jay Leno when you were like. Nine, right? Oh, yeah, you did your research. Yeah, I know. I did a little research <laughs> on you, guy. Yeah, yeah, you did. So you were on j Little, like you were... Uh, yeah, I was... Yeah, so I went on... Um, it was it was kind of my... I think it was my dad's idea. So I, I, w- I did a... The first thing that got me into SAG was a role in Spy Kids 3, mm-hmm. and I was nine. Oh. 
and it was it wasn't intentional like it was just i was visiting my dad at troublemaker studios uh robert rodriguez's student company in um austin and he was shooting like he did this like little recurring kind of supporting character in the second one and the third one as this guy named dinky winks who's like this theme park owner western kind of guy okay. and uh and Robert was like, the, the end of my film is like all about uh, this family theme and all the characters are going to have their extended family come with them like at the end. And so he's like, how about we, we just, I want to, I want your, if, if James is cool with it to play like Dinky Winks Jr., the mini version of Oh, you. wow, cool. Because they put like a fake b belly on me. It was like a pillow and know. like stomach thing. And like, I was like, like a mini me? Yeah, yeah. And he like, yeah, I was like a mini me. And then he threw me two lines and that's actually what got me into SAG. Okay, cool. And then... I, uh, shortly after that, dad was doing Jay Leno and, um, he thought it would be a fun idea. He had already done the show a bunch of times by that point to put, to, to have me come out as like a little surprise guest oh, with nice. him. And Jay, Were you dressed up Jay, as the, the... No, I wasn't, uh, yeah. I wasn't, but, uh, but Jay was def was definitely like, uh, super cool with the idea and everything. Yeah. I remember Jay coming back to like the green room backstage with us and, and he was like, Hey, you see a good kid, you know, like, and, he was like <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, he's like, oh, you got the butterflies, huh? You got the butterflies. And I was like, yeah, that's like the first time I remember somebody telling me that ex using that expression, like oh, getting the butterflies from Jay Leno. It was from Jay Leno. <laughs> and I, uh, but I went out and we did, we actually, he and I, just because I was a kid, you know, he wanted to make sure I was like, not going to just like freeze up out there. Yeah. We like ran a little bit with each other. Like we, we came up with the, like I was going to tell a joke. Yeah. And so I told this joke to him backstage and he goes, you got to tell that. On, on the show, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to tell that on the show, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. And so we, uh, so he was really cool. So I, my dad went out first, and then I came out, and I think Tara Reed was on that episode, and uh, and then Blue Man Group was like oh, the really? musical guest. Yeah. Oh wow. But yeah, so we did that in like 2003. I you think. remember the joke? Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was like <laughs> I was a really childish joke yeah. at the time, right? So, so I was like. Um, so there's these there's these three friends. Uh, their names are Poop, Manners, and Shut Up. And uh, Poop got got hit by a car, and Manners went to go help him up. And Shut Up went to the police, and the police asked, "What's your name?" Shut up. What's your name? Shut up. And you go, "Where's your manners?" Over there, picking up poop. <laughs> That's a terrible. <laughs> Did you get a good laugh? I think people were like, "Oh, oh you yeah. know, like kids say the darndest yeah, thing." Yeah, like they, yeah. I forgot but, about those kind of jokes. Yeah, like those yeah. kid jokes. Yeah, yeah those like are funny. It involved some poop, and poop yeah. was the funniest thing of all time. Like yeah, that. and uh, it sounds yeah. like that word was invented by a kid. Yeah, it does. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, but I remember um, I had this little bit. Also, it was the first thing I said. Uh, I, I, the Jay had and I had figured out. Well, my dad too, but at the time. My dad was doing uh, this like swear jar thing because oh, like yeah. like he was he would like swear a lot and like it just so like, it was his say, idea fuck this, it was his fuck idea that. to create this swear uh, maybe jar? it was my mom's idea yeah, I'm not sure but it was somebody and and it was enforced and it was like it was like every every time like he swears like I get a dollar oh nice and 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 so 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 Jay goes so uh, so James I hear you and your your dad got a little bet going on or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, every time he curses, I, I get a dollar. And he goes, well, how, how you doing with that? And I go, well, sir, I made $20 on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> and that was how I kicked off the show. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's it was, awesome. It was fun, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, he was cool. That's cool. So I, wa I wanted to just hit that and then be like, you know, so you, <laughs> you, um, uh, you had like a real early view of the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like from a young, young age. Mm -hmm. And like that could have either sent you either way. You could have been like, I want nothing to do with this. Yeah. Or I want everything to do with this. And obviously you went, you, you were hooked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what, what is it that you, you like about, uh, you know, what, what, um, I'm trying to see, you know, what, what really hooks you about this well, industry? I guess before I even knew like what my dad did, um, I, I could tell he had a cool job. And the reason why I could tell he had a cool job was because we were traveling a lot. And so we okay. were always visiting him in places. And even before I knew he was like on TV and in movies and stuff, I, uh, I didn't really like, I was like, oh, he, dad's job allows him to like go all over the place. Yeah, and I always found that like incredibly alluring. And so I, um, uh, what, what, sorry, what was the question exactly? Yeah, the question, yeah, what, I mean, you were answering, you're answering. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah like what, what, what kind of, oh, what hooked yeah, what, me? Yeah, yeah hooked so, so I guess that was the first 
hook, you know? It was, it was, it was like, like, oh, he doesn't It's like a se- sequence of hooks, like, yeah. becoming more and more, like, pulled into... He's not going to an office every day. He's yeah, like, yeah, and I thought that was cool. And then I started to really, like, just enjoy the aspect of uh, storytelling. And, um, and, and then I... And this sounds kind of dark, but... Uh, eventually I realized like I felt sometimes more comfortable being in a character than yeah. in my own skin. Yeah. <laughs> so that not to like be take to have this uh, this interview take a wrong turn. No, I, I, I think I, dark I, turn, I, I, I would think most actors feel that. Yeah. Like you know? I feel really uncomfortable in rooms sometimes, like around like large groups of people. Um, if I don't have like like a little shtick going or something. Yeah, no, I feel like, And it's, yeah. You're it's, playing a character and you're like, you kind of know your parameters. Yeah. And you kind of know, like, yeah. it, it, obviously, also when people react to that character, it's not reacting to you. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. I, th- I would say most people feel uncomfortable in their skin. Yeah, I think Actors so too. just have the opportunity <laughs> to overcome that by playing characters. Yes, yes. You know, I don't think it's. So I think that's what hooked me. Yeah ultimately was that that's what hooked me but i just but growing up on sets uh, uh there's other there actually there's other things i could mention that definitely hooked me like what i loved to see like growing up on sets was this uh it was like a cast and a crew or a, pro- a whole production and i'm talking like when i was really young i'd come visit and i'd see how things were done and i'd see how this giant like kind of body of people all work like as cohesively as possible yeah. towards a common goal and it was like this weird band of gypsies that like, yeah, like come together to like bring this thing to life and then they disband and they all go their respective ways. And it's like bizarre, but very beautiful it at is the beautiful, same right? time. Yeah. yeah. And everyone, you feel so close to everyone at the yeah. end of film set. Like yeah, you, have you do. Such, you have such bonds with people. Crazy bonds. Crazy like the bonds. strongest bonds. Yeah. And, and, it's uh, like a traveling circus. It's a, yes, it is. It, it's like a like, circus. You set up like the tents. You, like, yeah, the yeah. performers You just in. blow through town. Yeah. You know, set some shit up and then take, tear it all and down. It's and it's all gone. Go, go get on the road, you know. Yeah. Take the show on the road. And it's like, but now what's something, but that thing is created like, and it's forever like, in created in time now. Like, yeah. That that piece of art that all these people came through, you know, and just like from, from the guy that was the Jenny op to the, the catering guy, to, to the actors, to the producers, to, to everybody. It's there forever. They're all, they all came together to just make this thing and everybody helped in some way. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just like beautiful. And then it's there forever. It's cool. That's what <laughs> is special about it too, right? Yeah. Like you're, yeah. Like, you're capturing something that you're yeah. like, you know, it's gonna, that you really want to get it perfect. Cause it's going to be there forever. Mm hmm. It's not, you know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, so I think that's another thing that hooked me was like seeing that that many people, uh, because it's like of the quirkiest people all mixed up together yeah. too, like the most eccentric people, and all working together. I just it think works. it's cool, and that I think that's what first hooked me after the traveling <clears throat> thing, after just seeing like, oh, we get to go places. It's cool, and then uh, that, and then and then ultimately doing, getting into like the craft, just mm-hmm. feeling like. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I, I'm more comfortable as a character, so that's kind of like ultimately. Those are three main things that hooked me, I guess. Cool. So it's like the lifestyle, the interaction with people, and, yeah. and the art itself. Yes. Yeah. Cool. You're doing the right thing, then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. Don't do anything else. No, I'm, yeah. no, I don't. I don't think I yeah. can do anything I know, I know, else. I feel you. you know, you know yeah. the feeling, right? I know the feeling. You're like, fuck. What else can I do? Like, I remember <laughs> growing up, and people were like, you know, what's your plan B? I'm like, I don't. Yeah, it's a no. tough question. It's a tough question. You're always, as an actor, too, I remember getting the question like, oh, you know, everyone will tell you, oh, that's a tough business. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, barely anyone makes it. And I remember being like, wow. Well, the most competitive business yeah. in the world, maybe. You think? I mean, if you think about it, it might be. I, I'm not saying it's the hardest thing to do at yeah. all in terms of doing it. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure becoming a brain surgeon is extremely uh, competitive, but that's not just competitive. That's just hard. Yeah, like that's just the, the the difficulty of the task weeds out people. Yeah, yeah, and and I think what weeds out people out here is the um, the how can I put this exactly? I don't think it's necessarily the difficulty of the doing because mm-hmm. that's the that's that's the you, fun. That's the fun. Yeah, it's the difficulty of the staying in the in the audition process. Yeah. staying keep going out, staying excited, and not getting jaded. Yeah. And, 
because it's just uh, because you're like there's so many parts and I'm I'm not getting ca- cast some, somehow and and it's just like but it's just it's nothing personal you can't take it personally it's yeah. just uh, right place right time it, but it's it's I always thought like luck was when opportunity meets preparedness or, yeah like, you're, pre- you're prepared to like yeah to to um, to capitalize on a lucky opportunity so uh, anyways yeah. I'm, trailing off there no it's good i mean i think you're going right into like the next thing i wanted to ask which is your uh you know a um advice to uh young actors coming yeah. out here it kind of sounds like you're saying uh long j- stay with it yeah 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 stay if you're gonna stay with it stay know what you signed up for and, yeah and if you don't and if you're not willing to like be patient and persistent. Uh, you you should you should find something else to do because yeah. it's. I think in in terms of oh that's what I was gonna say is like being. I think it may be the most competitive uh, thing like or, or most sought at one of the most sought after thing like being an actor is one of the most sought after professions. I think in the world like think about how many people are out here just trying to trying to do it. So I want a number on that. I want to know how many. People, yeah. live, I want to know how many people live in LA who yeah. want to be an actor. I, I, I wish there was some way to quant, quantify, quantify that. that because I feel like every day uh, a thousand more people move here to become and an how actor. Many, how many people and maybe a thousand away. people move, move away. away? You know, like I've heard may, a statistic, maybe it equals yeah. out or something. I've heard a statistic that uh, like a high percentage of, of people who move to LA leave in the first year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I believe it. I believe, believe it. it. I mean, you come here thinking, oh, yeah. it's going to be... I mean, I feel like a lot of people want to win the lottery is what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want to be, yeah. quote, unquote, discovered, which is... Yeah, they do. The same thing as going to 7-Eleven and buying a lottery ticket. A lottery, lottery ticket. ticket. It's, it's a lottery. It's thing. the lottery. It is a lottery. Yeah, that's exactly... That's a perfect way to put it. You know? It really is that. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, so my advice to, to people, um, yeah, just knowing that it's... Uh, you gotta just keep going out. The more you go out, the the more. Oh, but you know what? My my main advice, like that, that's my main advice for just like, okay, if you're gonna do it, just stick in there. Yeah. Don't don't get complacent at all, and like, go to all your auditions, even if you don't like the character, you don't feel you like you're right for it. Go to your go to the audition. That person auditioning, you might have another project. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. They might they might be like, okay, you're not this character, but you're perfect for this other one actually, yeah. and may, maybe we can you could fit here or a different project or yeah, whatever. And, uh, but I think also what my dad always taught me was that like Holly, this business rewards the self starter. It's, it's like what you did with your short, you created Mm -hmm. a short that you, that you put yourself in that this is, it's, it's, uh, if you can try your best to get your own thing off the ground and pitch your own ideas and projects, you, you can have a little more control in putting yourself like you're giving yourself opportunities yeah. because you can't necessarily only wait around for other people to give you opportunities. I mean, no. people will give you opportunities if you fight hard enough and keep going out like that can happen, but also be like trying to hustle something yourself and like give yourself an opportunity. Yeah. Um, so that's my, my main, uh, you know, I mean, look at, look at a lot of people that have created their own shows like, yeah. um, is Issa Rae, uh, with that show insecure on HBO. Yeah. 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 Like, She's so phenomenal and like Broad she, City. she just gave herself the title character, created the show. Yeah. Yeah, Broad City, uh girls like Lena Dunham yeah. doing that. I mean, there's there's like a lot of other options. Those are just I'm just thinking of like running through HBO things right now. Yeah. But uh HBO's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love HBO. I know. But uh that's my like main advice is try to get your own thing going. Um, you know, like try to try to band together with other young, up and coming, like hungry, talented mm-hmm. people, like whether it be actors or writers or production designers or musicians or whatever, and, and figure out and assemble your own team, yeah, essentially is like uh, really important. So that's my advice. Cool, yeah. So <laughs> make your own stuff. Yeah, if, yeah. Do, do your best. And make your own shit. Yeah. yeah, and then all the while be going out, trying yeah, your best to go out for other things, and just getting in front of people. It's just getting. Uh, it's just this business definitely is networking and. Uh, it's it's just there it's it's just so tough though the climb but it's all good yeah it's tough there's a lot of gatekeepers <laughs> there's a lot of gatekeepers. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of gatekeepers yeah. they like yeah. their, and they like their gates yes yeah yeah they the do shiny gates they do they do that's sweet but that's awesome man so I'm, you know I'm, I'm i'm super excited for moose to come out yeah me too i can't wait yeah. for moose to come out and uh 
That's yeah, going to be fun. I, I, I had a blast shooting that with you, man. Yeah, me too, dude. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was so that, sick. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Shout out John Travolta being just the coolest as well. He was amazing. Yeah. It, it feels yeah. so cool when people ask, you know, how was John Travolta? And mm-hmm. I get to say, amazing. Amazing, yeah. Like, literally, so nice, yeah. so giving as an actor. Yeah. He was, like, rehearsing with us. Yeah, and he was, like, working through different ways to do it with us. Yeah. And, and he was, I remember he was giving me some, some acting, like, advice and direction in the scene, and I was like... Yes, like, yeah, fuck, yeah. yeah, like yeah. that's fucking sick, you yeah. know. Like you can't I can't buy I, that. No, you can't. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know? can't. You know, that was that was uh, called uh, learning while you're earning. <laughs> learning while you're earning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I man. Like that. that was good. Yeah, that was really cool. And um, I've got this uh, punk rock film called An American in Texas coming out um, uh, on all streaming platforms on September 25th. Awesome. The, tra- yeah. and the trailer's out right now. Everyone yeah, should go the check it out. out. The trailer is awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. I was man. telling you before thanks. this started, I was like, I, cause yeah. I, I tried to watch it before this interview, and I, it's oh, not yeah. out yet. It's coming out. Yeah, it's not out yet. It'll be out soon, and that's a cool one, and that, that was a, a good lead for me. And then I, I did another film that's making festival rounds right now called Boogeyman Pop that was uh, bought by Blumhouse, and they're distributing it. And uh, a, a new trailer for that just came out, too. Okay, um, just Just recently, and... Uh, that was super fucking cool. And um, you got an album? You got a new album? Yes, I got an album. Yeah. yeah, it's a collaboration with my buddy Greg Hill, who I mentioned from uh, Operation Finale. Okay. He's, in that. Oh, wow. He's a great musician as well. And, and we did a, coll- a collaboration album, my buddy Jared and I. He goes by Redbeard. And he, uh, we're, we're collectively, he and I, uh, we go by Aya J. Okay. It's A Y Y U H space J, Aya J. It's a long story on that one, but uh, we're not to get into that one. <laughs> but uh, that's the name. We're going with it. Uh, and. Uh, we got an, an album called The Birds That Sing at Night that's Greg Hill and IAJ, and it's uh, out September 7th. Okay, so nice. That, there's like five songs out on it right now, right? <clears throat> yeah, we have another EP out called uh, Do Not Disturb. Oh, that's the one I Streaming saw. platforms okay. just have five songs. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. You get busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Albums, definitely. movies, working. Yep. Nice. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's cool. We'll, yeah, we'll look out for it, man. I can't Thanks, wait. man. Thank right. you. Good having you, dude. You too, Gronick. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I Thanks for coming it. on. Hell yeah. We'll have you back after Moose. Sweet. Yeah. I'll be back. All right, sweet.